Internet. Welcome to 2018, first of all, but second of all, more importantly, welcome to Geektainment Weekly, yeah. where we jump down the geeky rabbit hole of all things nerdism. Join us, my And uh, we suggest you take both pills because the one that mother gives you doesn't do anything at all, but one makes you big, one makes you small, and you should probably just take both to stay normal-sized, is yeah. what I would you say. Know, it's funny, I, I've always been like... Uh, with, like, you know, the Matrix, like red pill or blue pill. I'm like, what happens if you take both? Right. I've always been curious about that. Right. We'll never know. Yeah, no. We'll we never won't. know. Well, I'm R.D. Van Houten, saying hello for the first time in 2018. Joined by Ian Benzman. Yo, yo. And, of course, Andy Bishop. I am present in the room. How's everybody doing? How's, the, how's the new year? You know, I, um, I'm good. Yeah, we, uh, I'm a little hot. You are. I'm going to take my jacket off. Oh, shit. Boom! What? what? Boom! What is this? Jake was, oh, oh yeah, what? It's, um, I got, you know, I found this the other day. What? Uh, what? Just kind of lying around. Mm. Wait a minute. Um, yeah. Mm. It's a great shirt. I love it. Wait it a minute. Says, it you? says Jake versus everybody. Yeah. Oh, what's the, how'd that happen? I wonder, I wonder how that happened. How'd that happen? Oh, boy. What? Hey, Jake. How you doing back behind the glass? I'm doing great. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How did how did you guys plan this? Why didn't you tell me? Wait, unzip your unzip your hoodie. What? Magic trick. Dude, you're not you're not magical. I I don't care. I digress on that. What point. you're saying? <laughs> you know, you want me to unzip my hoodie right now. You want me to unzip this? Yeah. The, What's going on? What's going you're, on? You're, you're yeah, missing. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're missing no, magic. Yeah, uh, magic trick. You're so, ruining my magic trick. So yeah, we had this. Uh, you seen the prestige? You're messing up the ploy turn. here. Oh, I got camera three. I got both of you on it. Sweet. Okay. Well, you got know, one for you too, buddy. Jake, you ruined the joke. I was wearing a shirt as well. For anyone really Sorry, confused guys. right now, I was wearing um, the shirt, and we were gonna pretend it was magic, and now no children believe. That's the explanation of what just happened. But if you're confused <laughs> as to what the hell we're talking about. Uh, one of our new shows coming out uh, next month, maybe a little bit sooner, is uh, Jake versus Everybody. Uh, one of mm -hmm. our employees has horrible taste, and we're all just going to rat on him for it. He's and that's the guy kind of the running the board of the show. right now. He's he's in control of everything you see. He's he's a very good employee. He's he's, he's sitting there quietly, not saying anything. Like and that. his mic's open too. Yeah, can... we're waiting here. Um, yeah. No, what do you think? We got talking. We right got now. one for you too, buddy. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So normally Jake has no problem talking at all. <laughs> I think we caught him off guard. He's so trick. he's so shocked that there was magic in the air, um, and that somehow Ian put me into a shirt without my knowledge. Um, so, you know, I was waiting for camera. You know, to see hard, that's what I was waiting hard, for hard, for this camera to turn on to me and then reveal. But you ruined the trick. The Christmas magic is dead. He's like the guy who ruins all the magic tricks on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like, oh, this is how I do card. it. This it's is like how you do it. Morgan Freeman from Now You See Me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm, but I'm without Morgan the cool Freeman, voice. Morgan Freeman, and I, I think that this new show, Jake versus Everybody, will be a great show. And I think that everyone. Will uh, you know what? I have an idea. Let's give Jake a little platform here that's, to talk about the pretty, show. That's pretty good. Jake, have you seen good. that South Park Sorry. episode? Why don't why Jake? Why don't you go ahead and and tell the audience what this show is about? Uh, it's about how my opinion, how my opinion is way better than 
Ian's. Or, mm. or everybody's. Or everybody. Everybody. Well, Jake I don't usually everybody. disagree with RD as much as I no, disagree with you. No, everyone just agrees with you. <laughs> but the thing is, like, example, you took off the sweatshirt specifically because you look like you can't pull that shirt off. I'm sorry. I can pull the shirt off. No. I no. got a few free drinks wearing this shirt at mm-hmm. a concert the other night. I complimented him on that shirt this morning, actually. Doesn't, he did? Doesn't, doesn't, it's no. true. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You also think, you, you think, you give me weird looks when I wear pink, too. Yeah, it's because it's weird when you wear pink. Why? Because it's just weird. It's not my fault you can't pull it off. I'm I, wearing red. You know, and I this, good is, red. this that's, is the quality that's... entertainment you'll get is two dudes arguing about who can pull off what With shirt. With special guests. Yes. Look out, yes. 2018. We We're will, going we places. We have special guests. <laughs> oh, and there's a little Madden segment because he thinks he's got this seven years yeah, of yeah, perfection. Yeah, he, he, yeah, so, Ian, no, no, anyway. no, no. Let's let's talk about the Ian, go into, into that. that. <laughs> let's dive down the rabbit hole. Dive down Explain the rabbit hole. Explain the seven-year thing that you have going I on. I don't lose it, Madden. He thinks he can beat me. He's gonna end up quitting halfway through. So what we're gonna do is because one of these one of these boys is a is a PlayStation boy and the other one's an Xbox boy, we're gonna go ahead and play one on Xbox, one on PlayStation, and if there's a tiebreaker, we will jimmy rig the controllers into a PC and play it PC style Ooh, for the tiebreaker. I dig it. Ooh, so sounds good. And then that's we can all gonna happen. Go watch Jake's favorite show about ranch dressing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, totally. No, it's really funny. I, I really swear <laughs> I did. Ranch. I swear it's called Netflix. the Ranch. It's on Netflix. I swear to God, I saw a, tri- a preview or a poster or something, and it was a ranch bottle with one of the actors' faces on it. So we started this whole conversation. I'm like, oh, the show about ranch. He's like, it's nothing to do with ranch. So I'm, I'm, I'm out with some people, and the show came up uh, because of you know all the stuff going on behind the scenes or whatever, and. Um, and literally, I couldn't make this up if I tried. Someone across the table goes, is that the show about ranch dressing? Mm-hmm. I was dying. Yep. Okay, so you're telling me that you know in your heart of hearts that you have seen this promotional piece. But, the but you characters' know, heads, just yes or no, with their heads on a bottle of ranch dressing. With the one dude's head. Okay, here's what I'm going to say to that. Okay, kids, this is why drugs are bad, okay? Uh, Ian Bensman is a perfect example of why you should and should not do drugs, okay? Should and should not do. I'm glad should you threw the should in there, too. Uh, you should, if you want to have uh, daydreams about people on bottles ranch dressing, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you shouldn't because then you are not a, a functional member of society, okay? I think I function pretty well. Yeah. You do. I'm fun. running on 40-something hours of no sleep right now. I think I'm functioning quite well. Right. right. I would yeah. agree. Yeah. So, See, the drugs are working. Drugs. Right. So 2018. <laughs> 2018, baby. Mm. How? 2018. Yeah. Big geek year. Big geek year. More right? on that next week, really. Yeah. But, we're uh, we're, we're going to do uh, what we're looking forward to in 2018 next week. I so what's going on right now? Well, big stuff actually, big stuff right before uh, New Year's. Yeah, right before New Year's, uh, Black Mirror season four premiered. All right, and this is the first time I think we've all actually finished it. I have not at the same time. My, but, oh, I haven't, I haven't, so I haven't close. finished Hang so, the DJ. So my wife, oh. my wife made me, I made me. I love that show. She, she, she wanted us to to binge watch season three. So that we could get caught up for season four, we were, we we went to Maryland uh, for New Year's Eve to visit some wonderful friends. Our friends Tony and Casey and uh, our goddaughter Noel, and uh, and they wanted to watch season four with us. Mm-hmm. And so we we're like, cool. So we caught up on season three, and I was like, oh my gosh, season three is amazing. And you know, I even watched some of it on the plane there. And 
Season four. What a oh, season! Amazing. I mean, let's let's amazing. talk about the you, the USS the, Callister. So we, you've you've only seen three, right? I've, well, I've Hang seen, the DJ's episode four. I've seen yes. two and a half. I think. Okay. I think I've seen two and a half. Um, I actually I just finished season three a few months ago. I've been so busy. I like forgot it existed oh man and right. i know i was so bummed and i started watching and i'm like i'm so happy i remembered i forgot i didn't watch this yet yeah the episode with john, the christmas special with john ham yeah that fantastic. was great i don't think there's a bad episode even mm-hmm. the first episode which is weird as hell yep. and i generally tell people right. to skip it and then go back mm-hmm. because everyone i've told to watch a show and didn't say skip it and go back has mm-hmm. not continued to watch the show yeah that first episode in season one oh yeah about, season yeah. one episode and the very first episode of the series is just like that's what you're starting off on it's yeah. a Great episode. It's mm-hmm. fucked up as all hell. Though. Yeah, it's so. It's one of my Would favorite. You say I like no, it a it's lot. a fantastic episode. But if you want people to keep watching, yeah. I'd probably recommend to tell them to start with episode two and go back. Right. Now is it is series, it fucked so. up or is it pig fucked up? Mm. Good <laughs> one. Are you not just sure you HIV positive? Oh, <laughs> sorry, but South um, Park joke. But no, I I think like the first episode of season four, the USS Callister episode. So uh, good. You know the whole th- you know the developing of that. Uh, yeah. That artificial, mm-hmm. uh, you know, playground landscape that they they could basically like the Matrix jack into, yeah. uh, and and then how he had his own you know private server and he had his own like skin in the game and a fantastic cast, right? And it's just like the, the Black Mirror does this so well. They blend modern like ideas and and things that we have with future. Like ideas, well, which maybe not so, not so far future. future. I, it's I, not, I think it's basically like a modern Twilight Zone, right? With technological undertones as opposed to paranormal so much. Yeah, but like the the technological undertones almost reach the point of paranormal at times. Right. Right. How eerie it is mm-hmm. in terms of like you could totally see that happening, or like some of that shit already has happened. Right. And it's like uh, the one with the swiping and the or that one where it was the cell phone. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. season yeah. that was the first episode of season three. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Jessica Chastain. And I, yeah, yeah, with her. No, uh, that rating. wasn't Jessica Chastain. Who was it? That was Ron Howard's daughter. That wasn't Jessica Chastain. No. No shit. That was not. So Google. No, it was. Uh, uh, I can't remember her name, but I just started following her on. Twitter and and I've seen her in a bunch of other stuff and she's in uh, Jurassic World, you guys' favorite movie. Yeah, she is in that. Uh, but you know oh, she's she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, oh, she played Gwen Stacy. Yes. Um, what's her name? It's um, oh, Gwen it's Stacy. Like right on the tip of my tongue. She did. Yeah, it's um. In the the Andrew oh, Garfield. No, that's not it either. Bryce Dallas Howard. Well, she didn't play Gwen Stacy. Oh, she no. played Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man 3. No. Bryce Dallas Howard? Oh, in, Sp- in the Peter, in the... Yeah. Uh, Andrew Garfield yeah, in, in, one. No. Yeah. No, no, in, no, in, no. In the original Sam Raimi ones. She, oh. That's she's, the one. Which is funny because Kirsten Dunst is actually not a redhead and dyed her hair red for that role. And Bryce Dallas Howard is, is redhead, redhead and dyed, dyed her, her hair blonde. blonde. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's why I was getting confused. Andrew yeah. Garfield. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. That was you Emma Stone, right. wasn't I, it? Emma Stone. I, they totally look fucking almost identical. They, they have a lot of similarity features. Uh, you know, the hair. Speaking and... of, Matt Damon, Jesse Plemons, could they not play each other in a movie? So I... here's, here's our idea for a movie. We're going to put this out on the internet now so that it's archived and known this yeah. is our concept. And then someone get us Matt Damon on Right. Phone. So here's the movie. Movie title, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Okay? <laughs> movie is about Jesse Plemons played by Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. And in the movie, he's so upset 
and he's distraught that the fact that everybody thinks he looks like Matt Damon. He's referred to as like the 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 poor man's Matt Damon, discount Matt Damon, fat Matt Damon. Um, fat you know, Damon. you know, all, all of all of those things. <laughs> and so then in the movie, Matt Damon, uh, Jesse Plemons, you know the. See, I'm already getting lost in this, but you know, Matt Damon's character Jesse Plemons, who's played by Matt Damon, meets. Well, that's why I said Matt Damon's character Jesse Plemons. We didn't clarify before. Well, okay, meets meets the character of Matt Damon played by Jesse Plemons. There you go. And and he, you know, and it's just like this. I want to be like you, but not. And then he starts resenting him, and then you could maybe make it like a a horror thriller like he kidnaps him and he's like I'm going to modify myself to to be you and, and then take Ryan over Reynolds shows up as Jake Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal shows up as Ryan Reynolds See see thing. yeah we're just we're just getting meta so that's what we think is you know Matt Damon or Jesse Plemons if you hear this yeah Ian and I are both filmmakers yeah let's mm-hmm. do it now now we may not have the experience that you know some of the others have but we know what we're doing it's true. to mm-hmm. an extent. To an extent. Mm-hmm. And if we don't know, we can hire people. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We want you to play these roles. I think these. this is your next yeah. Oscar. This is your, Oscar. This is your next Goodwill hunting, baby. Yep. Mm. Come oh, yeah. on. Mm. Challenge. It is the ultimate challenge. The ultimate challenge. The meta challenge. This yeah. is even more so than Tommy Wiseau played by <laughs> James Franco while he was directing... As James Franco, as yeah, Tommy was he so, directed the entire as movie James Franco, which I finally saw, by the way, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So and... people are wondering why we're on Jesse Plemons. He was the star, basically, of the first episode hey, that... of season four of Black <laughs> That's Mirror. That's a good idea. Let's let's let the people know we're and, not crazy. Yeah. So but we are, and they came out swinging. That was oh, a yeah. fucking great episode, and satisfying ending. Very, I think it's it one was, of the best episodes yeah. in the entire show, which is saying something. Yeah. It's a, a spectacular show. It was super well cast. That dude who's who's in like everything, the dude who's uh, one of the McPoyle brothers in Always Sunny, McPoyle. what's his name? I, I, I couldn't um, think of his name. Doyle McPoyle? No, 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 the, what's the, the actor's name? The oh, actor. Um, but he was fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's great. He's, he's good in everything. He was in he Westworld. In, wasn't he in um, American Pie originally? I don't know. I don't think so, uh, but he could have been. But I love the fact that it was just like he played this asshole that, and if you haven't watched the episode, don't listen anymore, uh, or at least fast forward a little bit. But, yeah. you know, the fact that he he plays this asshole and then at the end of the episode realizes, like, I treated you like an asshole, but you did something yeah, fuck really you. fucked up, but fuck so you. fuck off. Yeah. No, that was great. Yeah. that was It was really solid all-around all-around episode. I yeah, think because a lot of Black Mirror episodes kind of leave you with, like, could this have happened or that have happened right. or whatever, and this was kind of one that kind of wrapped everything up with a pretty little bow. It's and it so was like, hard to pick a favorite yeah. episode, too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Because uh, I, no, you know what? San Juniper is my favorite episode. Right now. You haven't... You've That's only, true. I haven't seen supposedly a, the best one of the season, Hang the DJ. Um, uh, a lot of people said that. I liked Black Museum a lot. A lot of people said that that was the best episode. And then a lot of people said it was the worst episode. I don't think it's the worst by far. No. I think it's great. I think it's amazing. I think the writing is super smart. It's a good love story, I too. I really loved the episode, uh, the fifth episode. Is that Crocodile? Mm, I think so. It's the black and white one. That's Metalhead. Metalhead. There's an episode called Crocodile, which made no sense why it was called that. But, you know, it's Black Mirror, so there was some hidden meaning. Right. But I loved Metalhead. I loved that episode. Uh, black Museum. 
also amazing. I you liked know, all the Easter eggs that's, that were in that's Black That's the thing Museum. that's like... That's why I like Black Museum so much, mm -hmm. that it stood on the backs of the episodes throughout the entire season. Yeah. But I think as a standalone, I think I'd have to get it to Metalhead because it's just such a simple concept. Yeah. And it's executed very well, and it's very beautiful. And the star of it is, is you know, a middle-aged woman. Yeah. And... You know who strong female casting. This yeah, too. But a, a middle-aged woman who might not, be, you know, be given normal roles in Hollywood, and she just knocks it out of the park, and mm -hmm. she carries it. And like the majority of the film is just her. Yeah, yeah. I call I call it a film they because they're like are, films. Yeah. They really are. The quality is spectacular. It's a series of shorts that yeah, are connected. A, exactly. Oh, speaking of really quality television, just to sneak this in real quick, they announced um, there's going to be a new season of Luther. I don't know if either of you guys watch Luther. I do nope. not. Watch it. It is amazing. I'll check it out. Yeah, incredible. Now, anyway. there's another rumor that uh, that they are going to do a spinoff. Yes, I heard that. Of the USS Callister. I think that'd oh, be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. And I think it's going to be of the the crew, uh, the crew that actually made it out. Yeah. Starring the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I, I'm not... I don't like how they ended How I Met Your Mother. No, I thought it was... Here, I'll say this. So, I watched... At a certain point, I kept watching because I wanted to know who right. the mom was, you know? Um, I never watched and, it. And honestly, my issue was, and I'll say this, I didn't like the ending, but the entire time the show was going on, I, I was telling my ex, I was like, look, they set this up so that the only plausible ending that anyone's going to like is if he ends up with Robin. But they've already said she's not the mother, yeah. so what's going to happen? So it was kind of like uh, having their cake and eating it too and... But not in a good way. And you know what? Fuck Ted Mosby. I hated Ted, him as Ted a, Mosby. Dude, I hated him as a character. I mean, he was basically a big jerk. Yeah, he was like Whose an un unlikable the, like the, the main character. It was like Jason Siegel. No, no, the one who wasn't Jason Siegel and it wasn't Neil Patrick Harris. It okay. was the one that uh, <laughs> right. the, the narrator, um, Bob Saget, it was him mm. in the past. Yeah. And it's just like, and here's the thing. He's one of those actors that you know, he's the star of the show, yeah. but nobody knows who he is. Uh, his name's Josh Radner. Okay. Besides that, like... like <laughs> he directs a lot. Okay. Shut up. You're <laughs> killing my point. But it's just one of those things... I'm on your like page. You never see him again in anything. And as an actor, he's, he does a fantastic job as yeah. Ted Mosby. So much so that I hate Ted Mosby. I think he they met, they wanted him to be because really how I met your mother is kind of just like Friends. It's like a modernish, newer Friends. Oh, it's way better than Friends. I will, I will, Jake versus everybody on you that one, and I think Jake's Friends gonna chime in. What? Friends isn't good. Okay, see, Jake's on my side. Yeah. Well, he just, he just made Jake your too. point not valid. Look, here's here, by Jake agreeing with all for, of you, three, your points all invalid. Three words: <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris is the shit, absolutely. And he makes that show. Matt LeBlanc is Joey. Okay, Ooh. whatever. I love that. That's show. fine. That's the only. That's the only thing that he can do. I will say David this, David Schwimmer. I, nope. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, Jennifer Aniston with no bra on the entire series. Who cares? Should just be Jennifer um, Aniston. No, I, no honestly, um, that's I, a stupid reason. I, I grew up watching because my mom watches one of those things like she was watching it, so if I wanted to watch TV. Look, I've seen, watched, I've watched a lot oh, of I've seen too. every episode of Friend multiple times, but I've also seen every episode of How I Met Your Mother multiple times. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're both in the same vein. I've seen me. every episode of South Park multiple times. Yeah, actually, so I haven't I'm seen cool. any of this season. Yeah, you got to watch But besides it. that, I've seen every episode many a time. I, I just finished Passion of the Jew. Oh, yeah. that's I'm, a good see, one. See, I'm moving, guys. What is that, season eight? I need yeah, more. You're, I'm, you're I'm, I'm trucking. I'm trucking. 
Was that we, the one? Is that we're the one in with, season wait, 21 Passion, Is that the right one with now. Jubilee? No, that's way earlier. No, that's... Uh, yeah, that's... No, no, that's with Moses. Yeah. Yeah, I need more, more macaroni paintings. Yeah. Macaroni paintings. <laughs> that's, um, that's when they go to the... The camp, camp. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is yeah. where Mel Gibson and the yeah. Nax is the, the yeah. okay, Boy Scout Road camp. Warrior. The Jew Scout well, they camp. just have so many yeah. like Jew themed episodes that like oh, you get yeah. it mixed up. And oh, I'm yeah. Jewish, so, so we can we can talk about it. So yeah, oh, yeah, I'm great. I can say anything I want. So you guys fine. can't. No, that's, I'm keeping my mouth. That's not shut. how that works. Yeah. Oh, right. Not at all. I had to sit through Hebrew school for years. I can make as many jokes as I want. <laughs> Word. Well, I went to Catholic school, so yeah, watch too. out, Catholics. Oh. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, R.D. has a blog school. in which he burns. What? <laughs> Wait, what's that, Jake? I went to public school. All right, get oh, yeah, out of here. That. No, yeah. Hebrew, Hebrew school is like an after thing yeah. that like, I didn't want to go to, but Ian I had, had to. Ian had second school. Yeah, it was horrible. Well, mm. I mean, he needed it. Ooh. I don't even have anything to say to that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I don't even understand so, what that means. Moving on, RD. <laughs> yeah, so Star Wars Last Jedi. All right. And we're going to get into this now. So let's just say spoiler, spoiler alert spoiler, right spoilers. now. That's so right. If you haven't seen The Last Jedi yet. Stop uh, listening for about I, 10 minutes. For a little bit, yeah. We might. Or if you just want to listen, no, listen. You know I'll be honest. If you haven't seen it yet, doesn't matter. Listen, you're yeah. not gonna like it. I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> I again. I, I um, I'm always the one. I've never, ever, 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 ever watched anything Star Wars and walked out of it disappointed until the Last Jedi. So the, uh-huh. the one thing I will say about this Star Wars is that the space battles were, I think, superior. Okay. I, the, visually, that movie was amazing. It was. But when yeah. you when you mess with the story, right, and, it's the lore, right, and and, and and just made Luke seem like this "I give up" character. Like I'm on this island waiting to die. I'm not going to train any more I'll Jedi. Say this, That's kind of the Jedi way. Think about it. Yeah, they're super. Y- Yoda, selfish. like, oh shit, I didn't realize Sidious was or Palpatine was Sidious. I'm gonna go hide on Dagobah, but freaking Obi Wan. Yep. Oh, I raised fucking the guy who's menacing the galaxy well, right now. Well, I'm gonna go hide in the desert. In, yeah. in, I'm Luke. I that. almost tried to kill my nephew. No, 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 no. no. Darth, back back up, back up. First of all, Obi Wan stayed. I know. He was, on... I was a joke. Okay, but you know, and, and Yoda, Yoda, he said in the movies that he was he was gonna go into hiding. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I think it was more of a form of like no, I need joke. to meditate on the force. Oh no, I right. completely dis- I okay. completely disagree okay. with fund- I- fundamentally with everything they did with Luke Skywalker you know, in that movie. Um, and so does Mark Hamill. You know, yeah. the, the, Mark Hamill is like although what Disney the, got like, to him. What he said Disney fuck? didn't get to him, but Ky- the, the, yeah. the the Kylo Ren high pants just just that's kill a thing me. now, right? That's like a meme online now, right? John Mayer did something. Oh it's like man. the Kylo Ren challenge. Oh boy. Yeah. No, I I um I, I'll say this. I it's like. Force Awakens felt like an original one. Mm-hmm. Last Jedi felt like a prequel in the sense that most of the movie I was freaking shaking my head. But then there's times in that movie which have some of the coolest freaking moments in any of the films. Yeah, like when uh, what's her face, uh, Laura Dern's character, oh, kicks yeah, kicks the, the, the ship up to light speed yeah, and slams so it into cool. the apparently, supremacy. Apparently, it was confusing what? people. What? Apparently, it was like confusing people, oh, like really? the sound cut out. Oh, so they yeah. had to like post a sign that oh. was like, just so you know, guys, the director made a decision. There's no sound for 10 seconds of the film. You didn't lose it. Yeah, I I loved that. I thought no, that was that's great. one of the coolest things in the movie. Um, you know, the cameos mm-hmm. from characters that you're not expecting. I mean, I guess if we're doing spoilers, can I just say yep. it? Yeah. yeah, Yoda, fucking Yoda popping up. Yep. And the, and, fact and the they return used of the, the Jedi. Yeah, yep. they used the puppet. From, yep. Um, which was awesome. Um, 
I, but like, I just. <sighs> you hit on a really interesting point that I want to talk about, and that's that is Laura Dern. Her character was a waste. Pointless. I here's, totally agree. Here's the thing. Hundred percent. I've had extensive talks with my wife, who knows more about Star Wars than I do. She is the one that, person in the world I will admit knows more than Star Wars. She has she has read almost every single book in the expanded universe. She's still a little sore about you know losing it, but she this is she also does not like she like at, from a movie standpoint, this is just doesn't make a lot of sense. There's a lot of plot holes, so they need hope, right? Right. And and Leia's in a friggin' Jedi coma, right? And Laura Dern is like asked by Poe, "Hey, what's the plan? Why couldn't he have just been told?" Right, I, I don't right. get it. Why? And here's and the majority of the crew, like I understand, like saying, "Oh, Poe was a flyboy; she had to put him in his place." Mm-hmm. But the majority of the crew went along with Poe and his little yeah. uh, detente against against Laura Dern. Right? Couldn't and, they have just been and, like, "Yeah, and, this is what's up." You know, up. saying, "Oh, well, if you don't believe." Or if you don't have hope, believe in hope when you can't see it, it's like you know not believing in the sun. It's like still that's stupid. You could have told them the plan. Look, right. we're gonna go, yeah. and then then I'm gonna stay behind and fly the ship, and you guys are gonna take all these shuttles. And then they wouldn't have sent. They wouldn't have had to send uh, you know Finn and Rose, which I'll get back to that. And not to mention what a like a. A, just a silly fucking plot point where it's like, oh, we're just gonna slowly chase them till they run out of gas. Like, right. what the fuck? That, that and then, whole thing was just yeah. that, that's lazy then, story writing. And then, that, then the whole like tracking through hyperspace. I understand they set it up in Rogue One, right. but still, the fact is like, oh, well, only one ship at a time can track, and it has to be the front ship. But we can't blow up that ship because then they'll just turn it on in another ship. It's just like, but if we for a whole cycle, we right. we can just shut it off, you know, and then they'll realize it. And it's just like, no, 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 this does not make sense. No, you know what that I? That does very not make sense. Very frustrating. You know what Chewbacca I think is a Wookiee, and lives on Kashyyyk. <laughs> what is he doing on Endor? That does not make sense. So what I think would have made that whole scene and the Lord Dern thing a lot better is, well, first of all, what the fuck? Off the screen death for Admiral Akbar. Like, right? why couldn't that have Who been? Who was barely a- even mentioned? Yeah. That he why was there couldn't in the first Admiral place? Akbar been the one to stay back? And like, like that would have been so right? much cooler. And and the entire time leading up to this movie, I heard Ryan Johnson go, "There's no place to put Lando. There's no place." You had a whole fucking scene in a fucking casino, and you're telling me you couldn't fit Lando fucking mm-hmm. Calrissian yeah. in yeah. there. Yeah. Here's another. Here's another way you could have done it. Distress signal sent out at the have end. Right. Up. Have him show up with one ship saying, "I couldn't get anybody," and have. Two ships fly away. That'd be yep. pretty awesome. So not well, only does that show that the rebellion is basically mm-hmm. them, but you're giving Lando a cameo. You're making the audience happy. Yeah, because it's not like Lando's some minor character. It's not like he's fucking like he was Max a general. Rebo. He's fucking blew up the second Death Star. But he right. was a general. So you're saying that if he didn't respond, either he's captured or dead. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there better be a, if they're gonna use him, there better be a good reason. But it's like he's he he's an iconic person in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you use Smoothest him? Smoothest man in the galaxy, far far away. You know, mm-hmm. and especially galaxy. if you're gonna you're gonna have the Han Solo movie come out, yep. you're gonna have Donald yeah, Glover that did play Lando. Me a lot. Why wouldn't you have Lando? Yep. That's just good marketing. Yep. You know, it might have actually maybe it had something to do with the fact that they were worried if they brought Lando back that people compare Donald Glover to him too much. Maybe that was their worry. I don't know. But it's a different time. That's true. But I, I actually I hear I've been reading a lot online that Disney is really worried about Solo. 
Yeah, and, like well, really, they 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 are preparing for their first flop. There, yeah, I mean, wow. for the for the fact the fact that he his name wasn't solo, he earned it. Right, bullshit. If they yeah. if that turns out to be a thing, I mark my words right now. The day after that movie comes out, when we're having our talk about it, I will literally say, you know what? At that point, I stood up and walked out. Yeah. Yep. I'll well, tell you right now, he's fucking Han Solo. That'd be like if they're like, oh yeah, by the way, Luke Skywalker is actually like Jordan. Thompson verse or something. I don't fucking. But know. also on the last Jedi, let's just talk about how, about how Ryan Johnson basically undid everything that J.J. Abrams set up everything. in the Force Awakens. Well, that's, like, that's what happens oh, when you plan a trilogy without planning a trilogy. You know, J.J. J.J. is a smart guy. You know, with with uh, Alias, the TV show, yep. Lost, mm-hmm. uh, the Cloverfield movies, um, Westworld. Of the new Westworld. One. Have you heard about the new one? No, I have not. It looks really good. Okay, it's another like the last one where it's like. A theme. Okay. It's not really like a sequel. So it's just like an offshoot. Yeah, it's about a bunch of people who are on a space station and like something goes wrong with a hadron collider and Earth disappears. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Hmm. Comes out in, I think, February. Well, nice. We'll have, to, we'll have to take a look at that. But getting back to it, like JJ, he's a very thoughtful director. Right. You know, he, he puts a lot of thought into stuff. He loves strong female characters. He loves mm-hmm. strong characters in general. Mm-hmm. And he put a lot of things in place where you walked out of The Force Awakens and you might not have gotten everything you wanted, Got but nothing. you saw, but you saw, okay, there's a roadmap. Yep. And it opened up a whole world of theories for like two years straight. And like, then Ryan Johnson literally Snoke? took that roadmap. Who is Ray's parents. And used it as toilet paper. Yep. Snoke, dead. Yep. Dead. Cut in half with his tongue hanging out. Yeah. The most unnecessary shot in any Star Wars. Undignified. Yeah, that was a terrible shot. It was just like, and you know, I'm fine with the way that Kylo killed him. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But he showed the he showed his force abilities a couple times. We have no idea why he's so, you know, in, insanely powerful. And where know? he came from. I mean, yes, we didn't know where the Emperor came from, but we knew that there was some political. We thing. know his first name now. It's right. great. Sheev. S H E E V, Sheev Palpatine. Oh yeah, Sheev Pal- Palpatine. That. Oh yeah, they said it a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Was but, that in the Plagueis book? Uh, I don't remember reading that. I don't remember. I think what, I, it, what it was in. I just remember when it came out. It was like on Yahoo, and I was like, "That's his first name." Really? But you know, <laughs> it, it's just the fact that like, we have this. We have this guy Snoke. We have the uh, you know, the amazing buildup that he's a larger than life character mm-hmm. by showing that giant hologram in The Force Awakens and his amazingly powerful force abilities when he's like throwing Hux right. around or fucking uh, having from... them communicate from across the fucking which galaxy. I'm which yeah. I'm fine with. Well, I'm fine with that. Those were some of my but, favorite scenes of the movie. When but they you were... know, you know, and I, you know, honestly, Ray and Kylo. This is a big spoiler. I'm fine with Ray's parents being nobody. I'm not. If I that's think lying if that's to even us. true. Okay, th- that being like, I hope they're not because you know what. First off, they destroyed everything yeah. mm-hmm. because the J the the Ben Solo and Ray thing is basically Jason and Jaina, Jaina. Solo, right. yeah. the twins from Han and Leia, right. and and Jaina has to kill Jason in the book, so Ray's gonna have to kill Kylo. You know that's what's gonna happen. And if it turns out that's their parents, I'm gonna be ticked off. And then like, where's Luke's kid? Yeah, Luke is, yeah. and that's the other or thing. Mara Jade, at least Luke, proper name. Luke's kid's supposed to be Ben. Right, Ben Skywalker. Not, yeah. not Han's kid, Ben Sol. No, they didn't I have will, that close of a connection I to Ben fight, Kenobi. I will fight anyone who tries to tell me that there's still a Skywalker left in these movies. There's not. He is a solo. But I'm yeah, fine with Ray's parents being nobody because you know what? If they aren't gonna, if they aren't gonna follow the storyline, they shouldn't make up some 
grandiose bullshit thing because it's the force. That is how the force works. No, that's it brings people and events together that have like seemingly no connection. Like mm-hmm. the kid who sweeps the floor with his yeah. force powers at the end. At that, the end. Yeah. Yep, that's like showing like, oh yeah, and I anybody love that. can no, be no, part. No, I, I, I did. That's actually one of the aspects of the fact that no one is anybody at all important. Uh, is that the force can reach out to anyone? Yeah, and that's and that's actually kind of the whole thing with Anakin in 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 Phantom Menace. Right, it's like how is this little fucking kid in the middle of fucking BFE you, desert nowhere? And how and how did it pick out? You right, know, and then you Shmi. find out there's more involved in it. With all right. the so, and the lore, but fun fact about that kid, he was the little kid in the Ryan Johnson movie Looper. The kid at the end. He was the Oh, kid, the kid yeah. in the news. I thought yeah. you were talking about Jake Lloyd, and I was like, No, no, no he no, was no. in Jingle the, All the Way. He's the, the kid that kid went to jail. And Looper he was who, like Columbia had the, the year before me. Hmm. Yeah, the little kid with the telekinesis powers and oh, all that. Gosh. And Looper. Yeah, he was the kid at the end so, of uh Typecast. Last Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Typecast. Yeah. So you know exactly. as as much as we didn't like Last Jedi, some of us you know, I didn't love it. It wasn't my favorite Star the, it, Wars. It's film. a beautiful looking Star Wars film. It doesn't make a lot of sense story wise. That's what makes. But it here's here's the thing. Ryan Johnson made a Star Wars movie. There's a tremendous amount of pressure making movies when they're when like they're not connected to anything. Yes. Mm-hmm. We know this. But yeah, having having to like have the entire weight of the internet. Yeah. I mean that's got to be Wayne. Forget that though. It's it's now all Star Wars fans. Think about how much it means to you. How means how much it means to me. How much it means to Sarah. How much it means to a lot Everyone. of the people. Yeah, so many people. It, it is more than just a film to a lot of people. Billions right. of people. And yeah. I'm sure Ryan Johnson probably has a couple of regrets. Oh, it's, no, it's not mm-hmm. like he. I in no way, shape, or form think that he even remotely was like, you know what? I'm going to go out and make just a Star Wars movie to piss everyone off. I don't think right. that was it at all. No. Right. Um, I I think although it makes sense now that they were like, oh, Disney loved the Disney Disney executive. Of course they fucking did. It's a, mm-hmm. that is a that is the most Disney. It not totally Disney was Disney movie I've ever seen. It totally, totally oh, yeah. was. Just the, some like the jokes. Like Star Wars has jokes. Too many there jokes. Was too many jokes. Some of them didn't like, fit tonally speaking. Too many. Like, um, rarely pro- and rarely does Benicio del Toro piss me off and annoy me <laughs> yeah, as an actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that role, that role just didn't make sense. Like uh, pointless, almost yeah. pointless. It was. It was a. He was. He was a plot point. Yeah. He was. A, he was a character created to to make a plot work. Yep. To, to make a point work. The yeah. whole, the whole everyone's good and bad. There's two sides to one coin type deal. Like they made a whole fucking character and had an entire scene in the fucking movie to get that point out. So and dumb. so many people disliked the casino stuff, and I think it was like pointless to stick in there. It was pointless, but I would have liked to see it somewhere else. I'll say this: you know what I mean? Like it didn't feel I like... like Star Wars to me. Like those characters. Like right. I think a lot of what they've been doing with some of the newer characters yeah. don't really feel right. like Star Wars to me. Um, granted. The whole point what of, they should know. have done is they should have had a couple Rodians in there. Yep. They right. should have they should have had you know or a bits. bit. You know, yeah, they should have had some bits I'll in there. I'll never forget that. Ever right now, I want to know what happened. Tra- a transition or right. two. You know, I mean, you got to mix in the old with the new because it's just making it like something else. But you know what? I'm getting too worked up on this. But what I'm getting what? too worked up on Star Wars. I just what? want them to bring back Salacious. But what is what is Rose going to do when she realizes oh my that God. Finn really loves Rey? Okay, come on. Rose you was po- Rose like I <laughs> like. Here's the thing. Just I had to think about that for a you second. You know, there was no point in making having that kiss happen, Mm-mm. and it's like seventy five percent of the movie. Or her purpose. saving his life. I would have loved to see him fly into that, that cannon. There, that like I'd say thirty percent of the shots in that movie are out of focus. Oh my God! Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. 
um, I, I didn't really notice it the first time, but when you're sitting with Lindsay, who is the first AC, and like that's kind of her job to keep focus, uh-huh. you'd, you know, she pointed yeah. out a lot of shots where I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. that is out of focus. Oh, well. So one thing you liked and one thing you disliked about Last Jedi around the table, All right, and we'll move I, on. I'll start off. Um, you know what? I really like the color palette. I love the visuals. Um, and, and, and the lightsaber battle uh, with when Ray teams up with Ben. Mm. I like that. Mm-hmm. One thing I hated was the story. Mm-hmm. The story was pointless, and you know what? The, you could erase that. Yeah. And, and just jump and, right and, to episode nine. And, and well, that'd yeah, be fine. You don't even need to watch anything before The Last nope. Jedi to really know what's going on. So those right. are my two. Those uh, are my two. So what I liked was the Yoda stuff. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like was The Last Jedi. Mm. Most of the movie, I, I I I'm it hurts. That's fair. It hurts how well, much I, I don't like this movie. I I waited for this movie for two years. I I, I get it. It's just it's. I'm not, I can't even. RD. Anymore. I liked Ray and Kylo's Force connection mm-hmm. when they would have those talks from across the universe. Yeah. And since everything that I've kind of disliked has already been discussed, how about the fact that Luke. Likes to drink from weird, unpasteurized, weird uh, alien alien milk. nipples. At least make it blue milk. Why'd you make it green? Yeah, right. Well, because yeah. it's not pasteurized. All right. right, it's not blue yet. Yeah. Obviously. So, moving on. Moving but, on. But real quick, I want to just show this. This is from my man here, Ian Benzman. Yo. Like my homeboy, man, sort of thing. And this is the Anatomy of Park board game by Rick and Morty, or Rick and Morty. Anatomy Park board game. If you haven't seen the Anatomy Park episode, it's fantastic. Can't wait to play this. We're going to have some fun with that. Just wanted to say thank you, Ian. Oh, you're welcome. I wonder if they have Pirates of the Pancreas in there. And because it's a game and we're getting into the games, I believe Andy's got some Nintendo do's and don'ts this week. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, over the holiday season, I I had a lot of time, uh, a lot of playing time uh, to review some games and there were a bunch that I played um, there were a few that really caught my attention mm-hmm. and I think without any further ado let's play some Andy's Nintendo or don't in the dark beneath the world you will find only ancient cruel beasts Crawl is a wonderfully nostalgic-looking game from Powerhoof, a dungeon crawler that blends fast-paced gameplay with RPG elements. You start off as a hero in the dungeon, but beware. Once you die, you become the monsters, and the only way to be redeemed is to kill the new hero. Discover treasure in order to buy upgraded weapons, powers, items, and potions to become the ultimate slayer of evil. At the end of each floor, upgrade your monster to have a better chance of becoming the hero. You can battle up to four players at a time. Once you reach level 10, you can enter the boss battle in order to escape the dungeon. But watch out! Your friends can possess the monster's limbs and other body parts in order to keep you trapped in the dungeon. This beautiful game gets a Nintendo. 
Brawl Out by Angry Mob Games attempts to fill the need of a Smash Brothers-esque game on Nintendo Switch. The question is, did they succeed? This game offers lots of the same elements as Smash Brothers, but not executed as well. The gameplay feels a little slower, there are no items, and it's a bit glitchy. I'm sure the technical difficulties will be fixed with a patch soon. The characters are interesting, but there are not a lot to choose from. I attempted to play online, but the matchmaking would never pair me with anyone, and believe me, I tried many times. Smash Brothers is a huge title and beloved by many Nintendo fans. This isn't a bad game by any means, just when compared to Smash Brothers, it's difficult to get excited. If you want this game because you love Smash Brothers and desperately need it in your life, you may consider this a Nintendo't. SteamWorld Heist Ultimate Edition by Image Inform International follows up on the success of SteamWorld Dig 2. This game is awesome. The turn-based style is a lot of fun and bouncing shots off the wall is so satisfyingly rewarding. Captain Piper Faraday and her crew invade enemy ships to take back valuable resources and loot. The Ultimate Edition of this game includes all previous DLC. This game is hours of fun, and with that, I give it a definite Nintendo. Yeah, I, I had a friggin' blast playing those games. And, you know, like I said, I don't think that Brawl Out uh, was specifically a bad game. I just think that there's some stuff that they can do to improve it. Um, and the fact that people that are going to pick it up are going to be like, oh my gosh, an alternative to Smash Brothers while we wait for Smash Brothers to come out whenever Nintendo decides to put that out. It does look right. like crazy. It like does. And, and it's a beautiful game. It looks great. The characters are designed well. And some of their moves are a lot of fun, like the, the, the frog that has yeah. the four arms. The Goro frog. Uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> uh, he's got this tongue that when he you jump off the ledge, you know, in Smash Brothers, you have your, your, your third jump that you can do. Yeah. Well, he can take his tongue and he, he can can reach another player oh, yeah. no, and he can cool. pull himself up to them. I was um, watching you play it a little ledge. bit earlier and it, it, yeah. it looked like fun, but then you were like the multiplayer, like right. you couldn't connect. I, I like, had, I tried so many times and it's like, and the fact that when you're in the game and you're playing the multiplayer or you're, you're playing, it allows you to play single player while you're waiting for a multiplayer game to pick up. As soon as it says, oh, we found somebody waiting to connect completely covers your screen so you can't but the game's still going in the background so and then it's just like oh they didn't connect putting you back in the queue and then like oh i just lost two lives but you know i think with time um you know if they if they take a look at their launch and just go okay let's fix a couple things you know then then it could be a really solid you know uh, title i mean right and and for the price tag of twenty dollars it's not bad uh, but my f- favorite out of the trio has to be SteamWorld Heist. That uh, looked fantastic. Ultimate Edition. It's a port from Nintendo 3DS. Right. Um, but the previous game they did, SteamWorld Dig 2, mm-hmm. which I played for the Switch, was also a port. And it was just was beautifully done. It works. If a port, if a The port, colors are great. Exactly. Yeah. If if a port works perfectly, mm-hmm. then you're not gonna you're not gonna say anything about the any of the gameplay mechanics. But SteamWorld, the the character design's amazing. The colors are great. I mean, these robots that are operated by Steam. Right. Um, and, and I just I love you know turn based games, and I like They're the fact very that hit and miss with me. Yeah, yeah. They they have to be done right. Right. You know, and I I like 
that aspect with SteamWorld Dig and the fact that most of the shots are geometry-based. You have to ricoch- ricochet your shots off of barriers and, and, oh, cool. and things like that. And then you can upgrade you know, uh, parts of your body and your guns and your crew and... And the whole like you're just basically a band of uh, pirates, and uh, you're going, but but you're good pirates. Good pirates. So mm. like Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, right. just like Johnny Depp. So and Keith Richards. So, and Keith Richards. So, so give those pirate. games a it's check true. out. Uh, Nintendo's putting out some great independent games. Um, the platform is absolutely perfect for that. that. Seem, other than like their their staple game Mario, Zelda, it mm-hmm. seems like their independent games are really where they're. Which They're is really, which is out really of the park. awesome because that's one of the things I, I don't I don't have an Xbox currently. I've had multiple right. Xbox Ones, mainly because of their arcade offerings. Like right. Ori and the Blind Forest, I would put in the top five games I've played in the last five years. Mm-hmm. It's it's spectacular and it's a side scroller that you get on an Xbox Arcade. Yeah, and and the the, the Switch has I believe over three hundred titles that's on their eStore, and including one I didn't actually get to get to. Was the original Super Mario Brothers? Oh, nice. for, for the, NES. The one that had Duck Hunt with it. Yes. Yeah. That they just released that. It's seven ninety nine on the Doctor eShop. Doctor Mario was with Duck Hunt. I thought. No. They, no. no. They, they 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 did they? they they did a duel with Doctor Mario. I just remember when I was younger, but I had an NES. Originally, it, it, was, had the, it had the Mario and the right. Duck Hunt, and my gun never worked, and I hated it. But oh, you know, seven ninety nine. They didn't. Sorry. They didn't stretch it to widescreen, which is fine. They pillar. They letterboxed it. Um, but you know the fact that the, this is the second game that Nintendo has released on the Switch mm-hmm. uh, from their you know their arcade era, you know mm-hmm. um, the first one being the first Super Mario Brothers game that was in an arcade where yep. you had to go on the platforms and hit the POW thing and yep. oh yeah, um, yep. uh-huh. but but you know like you run left and right and yeah. spin around and pitch yourself. But you know, it's it's just you know the fact Nintendo's really doing it right. You know I feel like the Wii U was a flop. But Definitely. what they're doing with the, with the Switch is they're saying, okay, fans, we hear you. We're going to give you what you want. Right. Which is great. And you know what? That's actually, I love when companies do that. Um, like, you know, like Marvel and DC could not be more different. Marvel is very much, we're Marvel. We have mar- we've had market share for decades. We're going to do what we want. DC is very much like, oh, shit, you guys didn't like that? We'll try something new. You know, like. Freaking! They put Jeff Johns in charge of right. of the film stuff, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna save. He's gonna be DC's Kevin Feige." And clearly, that did not happen. Um, so, so just recently, yeah. I think it was yesterday, maybe, um, they just put someone new in charge. Um, and I found out who it was. You asked yeah. me who it was. Yes. And I did some research. Um, his name is um, his name? Walter Hamada. Okay. He was the um, what does it say here? He was. The executive vice president of production at New Line Cinema. Hmm. He's responsible, and this is where I get worried. The movies that he gets credit for mm-hmm. are Friday the 13th, which is a great film. The original? The original. Okay. I'm pretty sure. All right. Uh, great film. Final Destination, Nightmare on Elm Street, Final Destination 5, The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, The Gallows, Lights Out, and It. So he's a horror he's guy. He's a horror yeah. guy. It's interesting. The recent it, correct? Yes. I believe so. So they're going to take... I wonder if they're going to take a darker turn on DC. How could they? How could they get darker? I mean, they could. They could. Could they? Well, you know... pretty dark. I don't know. Like, okay, so the Justice League movie was a dark movie, lighting-wise. Right, exactly. Like, Christopher Nolan's movie, Dark Knight Trilogy, I consider darker than tonally. I Mm -hmm. think that Christopher Nolan's Batman Trilogy is the best... And worst thing to ever happen to superhero films and comics. Um, love those movies to death. They're masterpieces, except for the last act of the third one. But 
um, after that movie came out, all the comic designs, all the superhero costumes needed to be armored. They needed to be practical. Um, every design couldn't just be, oh, he's a superhero. That's why he's wearing that. Right. And then on the other hand, DC looks at them like, oh, he did a real dark take on this character. It worked really well. Let's try that with the brightest character in like almost the history of fiction, Superman, like the beacon of hope, right. and make him dark. And, and it doesn't work like that. The reason Marvel works well is because they make their films to match the tones of their characters. Right. Star Wars a fantasy movie. You know, like it, Captain America was a World War II movie. Iron Man's a big budget mm-hmm. blockbuster. Guardians of the Galaxy is a quirky sci-fi film. Like they all, as formulaic as those films are, and I admit they are, they all stand alone. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man could not have been more different mm-hmm. than Thor Ragnarok. Absolutely. And it's just like when... The first Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Going into that movie, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. This was a Marvel movie? Right. Like, I, I remember like, going into it to my buddy. Wow. And I was like, I was like, if Marvel can get people hooked on a talking raccoon and a tree that just says, I am Groot, they can literally do anything. Yeah. And they have. But they I think, have. And they will continue. No, especially now that they have fucking Fox. That increased the longevity of their universe for Of their 20 superhero years. reign yeah. at the yeah. top. For the rest of the millennium. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll take it. Probably. I'm, I'm fine I mean, with that. How long were Westerns around for? 50 plus years? They're still like around. A big one? Like, it's like yeah. a mainstream, like yeah. big staple of Hollywood cinema. Yeah. Um, I mean, Marvel already had plans until 2028. I now think they got back hundreds of characters, thousands of characters. I mean, the way you see movie companies buying up the rights to comic books to. I mean, I no, think we're going to see comic book movies yeah, I mean, the look, rest of our well, lives. Let, let, me for tell sure. you, let me tell you a quick story. Um, I used to work at Comic City. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy and I are aspiring filmmakers. I was trying to find an independent comic to make a short from. I literally got to the point where I was contacting people for books that weren't coming out for six months, and they were already sold the rights for a film or TV or this or that. It's insane. I wonder how much of that stuff just sits on the floor. Well, that's what happens. You know, we had a screenwriting teacher, um, uh, our screenwriting teacher Richard. Um, he he told us a story about how he he sold his first film. And he got really excited, and then it never got made. And it's like the majority of scripts that are bought in Hollywood are bought, and then they sit on a shelf, and they sit in developmental hell, and they just mm-hmm. never happen. And just collect. What's dust. it called? It's like the something is the. What's it called? There's like a there's a name for those movies. It, it's called it sucks. No no no. Like there's an actual like it's like development limbo or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. But that either way, right. either way, you know, IPs are bought all the time, and rights to things are bought all the time. Um, That's one of my favorite things well, he's ever said to me is that you never realize you can make a job, you can make a living as a screenwriter and never make a freaking movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so crazy. It's so true. Well, one of the things that's not in limbo, well, for uh, at least the next two years it will be, but Animaniacs is getting rebooted. Coming back yes. in 2020. Our good old buddy, yeah. Rob Paulson. Yes. Yeah. Yep, Rob. Yeah. Rob uh, actually, I, I sent him a text right after I saw that news. I was like, hey. Congratulations. Yep. That's awesome. We, we're all going to watch it. Yep. Of course. And you if know. you haven't seen it, go check out our second episode of Geektainment Weekly. And we have Don't a... mind the quality so much, but yeah. enjoy the episode. Yeah, it was, you know, we were on a learning curve back then. We're oh, getting yeah, better. We got new cameras, new Always sound on stuff. a learning curve. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we had a great interview with Rob Paulson, and it was fantastic. What we a got... nice guy. Great guy, and he does. He deserves Detroit, to have that. Detroit local, which mm-hmm. world? That's where we're at. We're Detroit. We're Detroiters. Yep. Not not to be confused with the television show, right? Which we know a lot of people that work on, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you true. know, it's like what what a great guy, and he deserves to have a character 
um, that he loves so much and cares about mm-hmm. back. Yeah. What he said about know. Cordy Howe really still sticks with mm-hmm. me. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Huge and hockey fan. He's and and he's just a huge fan of fans. Yeah. He just he appreciates and loves his fans so much. So you know when oh, Animaniacs yeah. comes back on Hulu. Boy, oh boy, we're going to be getting together, the three amigos right here, and we're going to be oh, eating some popcorn and watching. So, watch. Good idea, bad idea. I really hope they bring that back. Also on the, an- on the animation slash Detroiter standpoint, Ryan Ridley, the uh, one of the writers, co-writers for Rick and Morty, came out in an interview saying... He's from here, by the way. That's why yes, he, he is a, a Michigan native. Guys. And... Uh, we might be looking at a long wait for the next season of Rick oh, and Morty. Man, I'm going to have a big old Santa Claus beard. Possibly 18 months is what he was thinking. That was, that the, was best the rumor. Part. The best part about getting into Rick and Morty this year was I didn't have to fucking wait. Yeah, that's lucky. That See? got so lucky. See, I, 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 that was how I felt when I was watching after season two was done. Because mm-hmm. I watched one uh, and two back to back. So you got one, two, and three. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I got one and two, and then I waited like two months, three months. It wasn't I mean, that bad. Still, it, that's... It wasn't, but it's like Sherlock. I don't know if I'm ever getting more Sherlock, and if I am, it's a couple years from now, and it's going to drive me crazy. Oh man, what a what a cool show! Right. Well, Brent, you know, I just, I just, I just don't like Stephen Moffat. Yeah. I just fair can't. enough. I know you're. Some people don't. Some just people don't. the whole Doctor Who thing, and it's just like you know what? I'm just ready for the new Doctor. Me too. And the showrunner. I just hate yeah. waiting. What? I hate waiting. Oh, I'm dude, impatient. Yeah. Waiting and waiting. Like waiting I'm an two impatient years for a Star Wars movie to have your hopes and dreams crushed. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of true. Well, you know, it's it's that's the great thing about living in our society nowadays in the, the age of the internet is you know what, everyone has the ability to make a thing. Oh, I thought and, you were say porn. Uh, no, <laughs> which no. is kind of what you are saying. A little. Anywho, bit. <laughs> a great man named Chris Hardwick from Nerdist once said, "Go make a thing." And that stuck with me. And the, if you would have told me a couple of years ago, I'd be sitting in a studio with, with two amazing dudes and, and some weirdo behind the glass that thinks he's better than everybody named Jake. Uh, you know, I, I would. Uh, I, I and then talking about geek stuff, I, I would. I wouldn't believe it. Right. But the fact that you know, if you're out there, if you're listening to us right now, go out there and just follow follow your dreams. I know it sounds corny. I know it sounds cheesy, but. Go make a thing. Yeah, I mean Hardwick wasn't wrong. If you if you want to make a comic, make a comic. If you, you want to do an animated film, do an animated film. You want to paint a painting, paint a painting. Paint a painting. You, you want to bake some song? brownies. You want to write a song. Go mm. do it. If you want to come to my house and cook me dinner? I'll be yep. there later. That's right. Yep. Get those creative juices flowing mm-hmm. on Ian's face. Oh, what? God. No, that's not where I was I going. I mean with Jake's that. face. There and, we go. And on that note. Well, it has been a awesome way to kick off 2018 here on Geektainment Weekly. Super fun, super good times. We're going to come back to you next week with what we're looking forward to this year. So, Legion. I'm R.D. Van Houten. I'm Ian Benzman. And I'm Andy Bishop. Much love to all of you guys, and peace. I'm a big old Santa Claus beard. <laughs>